Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. Today is Tuesday, February the 16th of 2021, day 47 of the year. And let's see, only 318 days remaining before it is all over with. I guess that's always part of the important portion of the equation. That's for sure. As we do talk and do the things that we do over here on the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios where it is not snowing. Um, Yeah. Streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. And, of course, we're hanging out doing the things that we do on the multiverse of Safety FM. But we're also hanging, you know, with our friends that they do that freeform thing. You know, that freeform thing. Freeform Radio never sounded this great. Or has it? Radio Big. So there you go. There you go. That's what's going on first thing in the morning as we are talking. Good morning, Tim. How are you? So there you go. A lot of stuff going on. Of course, you probably have heard about these weather things that are going on in good old Texas. A power loss and all kinds of fun stuff going on over there. So there you go. Well, wow, David Proven in the box. Good morning, sir. How are you? You are either it is extre- I think it's extremely. Let's see. Is it? It must be extremely late or extremely early. I'm always kind of lost in, in the time zone over there. So there you go. Fat and happy. Fat and happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. We are starting off this morning with the Rated R Safety Show. I have to tell you, we will be doing a giveaway today. So let me explain what's going on. So today, if you are not aware of this, we do have an event going on. So the people here at Good Old Radio Big have given us a ticket to give away this morning on the air. And they have also, the people from Safety FM have done the exact same thing, which is kind of cool. So here's what we're going to do. Now, the event's starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time this morning. Now, here's here's the fun part. If you cannot make it, here's how it will work. The ticket will give you access to the class for seven days, the ones that we are giving away. We are going to give away two. I will let you know when we are going to do that, so don't worry about that. We will talk about that right before. I will tell you exactly what needs to be done, so that way you have some, uh, some actual options there to do so. Super program. Thank you, LinkedIn user. I can't see who you are, though, but I do appreciate it. So as we start off, as we do 
every day. We want to talk about what is trending. With it being Tuesday, you know, we don't always talk about safety starting off first thing. So let's do this. I'm going to tell you how it kind of goes. We're going to talk about what's trending, but we're also going to do this. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world of news. So we'll have some professional broadcasters come in, do a conversation, talk about that, and then we'll kind of jump in, jump out, and I will give you my opinion. Not that you care about it, but, you know, we hang out, we talk about it. And then you can come in, jump in, give your opinion as well, because that's always important. So let's talk about what we talk about on Tuesdays. And on Tuesdays, well, it's normally new release days on what happens inside of the world of music. So let's start off with some of those. So let's talk about what is going on in the number five spot. And this is Andra Day with Rise Up. Okay, that's the number five spot according to iTunes. Now, if we go into the number four spot, this is Cardi B with Up. Okay, so there you go. That's number four. At the number three spot, this is Pink with Willow Sage Hart, who is her daughter, with a song called Cover Me in Sunshine. From a distance. Okay, so there you go. At the number two spot, Taylor Swift. And here's the fun thing. It's that song called Love Story. Yeah, that old one. This is the Taylor version. Okay, so and then at the number one spot, according to what is being said, according to the music charts, according to iTunes Music, at Numero Uno, at Numero Uno, Justin Bieber with anyone. Okay, so that's the top that's the top five according to what is going on inside of the world of music. Hey, you make those selections based on what you choose on iTunes. Now, according to Spotify, we won't play those, but I'll talk about them real quick. At number five, Bad Bunny with Dakiti. At number four, Little Trey with Black. Yeah, it is really Taylor Swift. No, yeah, that that is not a joke. She is, according to iTunes. Love story. It's a remake platinum version, just in case there. Dr. David Broven just wants you to know that. So, yeah, she is on there again. So, there you go. Taylor Swift. Uh, uh, okay, so number four, Little Tay and Six Lack calling my phone at number four. At number three, The Weekend with Blinding Lights. At number two, according to Spotify, The Weekend with Save Your Tears. And at the number one spot, it's Olivia Rodrigo with Driver's License. So, there you go. There's some stuff to talk about. For sure. Um, so I guess the $7 million that the weekend paid, it paid off. By the way, David Proven, as I have you inside of the box, I need to get you onto the Jay Allen show. I really do. At some point, we need to have that conversation where you and I get to do something together. But before we get to do that, you're going to have to let me know if you want to do it. But as we do move on, well, it's time for the news now. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The United Nations has told Myanmar there will be severe consequences if authorities don't respect the right to peaceful assembly. The UN's special envoy has told the military not to engage in brutal suppression of ongoing pro-democracy protests. Demonstrations continue in the country after a coup at the beginning of the month. Rescue teams are searching for survivors of a boat accident that left at least 60 people dead in western DRC. The boat sank on Lake Mayandombi. Authorities say it was overloaded with with goods and passengers, as Chris Ochamringa reports from Kinshasa. Rescue teams have so far recovered 60 bodies and 300 survivors. The boat was carrying more than 700 passengers. The DRC Minister for Humanitarian Action, Stephen Bikai, blames the accident on overloading. The large vessel had departed from the capital Kinshasa and was heading to the western province of Equator. Boat accidents are common in the DRC due to overloading and the poor condition of vessels. 
The UK government says it's confident it can vaccinate 17 million more people by the end of April. It's moving on to giving first doses of COVID-19 jabs to all those over 50 and with underlying health conditions. It comes after the government hit its target of offering a vaccine to 15 million people in the top four priority groups by Monday. Vaccines Minister Nadim Zahawi says the rate of vaccination will actually now need to increase. The limiting factor is vaccine supply, which remains finite, but we have strong uh, visibility now uh, all the way through uh, to end of March and into April, and I'm confident we'll hit the target. It's a big target. We're doubling the rate almost in the next sort of 10, 11 weeks to what we've done in the previous 10, 11 weeks, because we've got to get to 32 million people who would have had at least one dose, and of course, within that, uh, those who would be due their second dose will also get their second dose. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Congress will create an independent 9-11-style commission to investigate the causes of January's armed riot by Donald Trump's supporters at the U.S. Capitol. It comes after the former U.S. president was acquitted by the Senate in a historic second impeachment trial. Jagruti Dave reports from Washington. In a letter to her colleagues in Congress, Nancy Pelosi detailed the formation of an outside independent commission, similar to the one created after the September the 11th terrorist attack in 2001. The California Democrat wrote the commission will investigate and report on the facts and causes relating to the January the 6th, 2021 domestic terrorist attack upon the United States Capitol complex. Following the events of that day, House Democrats moved to impeach former U.S. President Donald Trump, charging him with incitement. On Saturday, he was acquitted by the Senate. The 57-43 vote fell short of the two-thirds majority required for a conviction. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. He's a man. <laughs> awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Oh, always such abuse first thing in the morning as we are talking anyway. So how are you feeling today? Are things good and going well? It is Tuesday, you know, the day after the 50% off of Valentine's Day candy from yesterday. So hopefully you didn't have too much of a hard time eating a lot of uh, eating a lot of crud yesterday if you did partake in that. Anyways, let's take you from the very top of the shit list and talk about what exactly is going on according to the world of the news. So let's go down that path right away. A 10-year-old boy was in critical, critically injured after being shot in his front yard. According to multiple reports, the child was playing outside his home on Sunday afternoon when he when shots rang out. He was conscious when he, the first responders arrived and rushed him to the hospital. 
investigations that are occurring in the Los Angeles area say that they are looking for two or three who they believe fire the shots at the light colored from a light colored sedan. They didn't say if the boy was in the intended target, the boy's condition was currently not shared. But, you know, this is the portion that we talk about. And I know that we talk a little bit about everything as we do move forward um, here that, you know, Unplanned events. I mean, the kid was just playing in the front yard. I mean, I'm sure he did not expect anything to come about. I'm sure the parents didn't expect anything to come about. The guardians, the parents' guardians or the parental guardians didn't expect anything to come about. But it's just interesting on how some of the times things happen that are not expected. But sometimes we have this belief system that we are going to know exactly what's going to happen when it's supposed to happen at the moment it's supposed to happen. And that's just not how the stuff works. I mean, I think we've come to this conclusion. And the more you get into that career of yours, you have a better understanding of it. I mean, I think you do. I mean, I could be wrong. But what do I know? I mean, it's something to think about for sure. But this is where we start talking about hazard matrix and unplanned events and how do you do all of this stuff. And it becomes a very strange conversation because what are you looking at from home safety? What are you looking at there at that particular regards? Like, how do you look at it? How do you plan for that? I mean, this is something that you would say, ah, probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. I mean, just realistically, that's part of the thing. Anyways, let's continue talking. It is currently 14 minutes past the top of the hour, just in case if you wanted to know that Major Lori Lightfoot is criticizing the Chicago Teachers Union. The Light Lightfoot said her office has maintained peace with almost every single unit except the Chicago's Teachers Union, which she said has the aspiration of an akin political party. An akin political party, just in case that was her comment. No, oh, I guess that light didn't want to stay up. That was her comments that she made at the CTU approved the proposal last week to reopen the city's public elementary and middle schools next month. Amid the battle, the educators expressed concerns over the school safety as parents and families deal with the stress of uncertainty over their children's academic future. Lightfoot is hoping to meet the union soon to discuss the reopening of high schools so seniors can have a normal experience during their final year. So, you know, a lot of the stuff is still being pushed back in the regards of what is going on with COVID. I mean, it's really what it boils down to. And some people are saying, hey, should we send our kids back or not send them back because of everything going on? So what do you think there? What do you think is the case? I mean, does it make sense to you to send the children back with there still being a lot of concern here about what is going on with COVID? Or do you turn around and go, it makes absolutely no sense to do so at this particular time? Or do you look at it and go, yes, send them back in and let them just go and whatever happens, happens. Now, keep in mind, we did talk about this previously, that they are saying that in the Los Angeles Independent School District, yes, not Chicago, the Los Angeles Independent School District next year, all students must be vaccinated to be able to attend public school in person. Now, as you are aware, and I'm aware, and most of us are aware, you have to be older than 16 to get the vaccination, according to, you know, some standards. I mean, some of them go, we should go older demo first. Now, what do you think will happen there? I mean, like, seriously, that's, I mean, I think that's going to be the interesting conversation as we do talk about it. I mean, how do you look at this? How does this make legit, like, legitimate sense to you to be able to pull this off? So if it's approved for 16 and older, but most children that go to school, well, that's exactly it. They're children. How will that work? And will the emergency the emergency portion change out of it. Will it actually be a normal and a standard vaccine going forward, opposed to it just being the standard, hey, um, no, we, we, it's still just for emergency use, emergency approval. I mean, when are we going to get the actual real approval? I mean, that's the question that I would like to know and have a better understanding of. But hey, what do I know? I just talk about the stuff. 
You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's continue talking about some other things. The West African country of Guinea has revealed that the Ebola virus has become an epidemic again. The country's health system, which has been swamped with COVID patients, is now also having to tackle Ebola, according to Reuters reports. The last outbreak, which ended up killing about 11,300 people, the outlet also noted that the country also is fighting outbreaks of yellow fever in the measles all at the same time here. You know, I, I don't. I, I look at what is going on inside of this world of ours, and of course, we can only talk and reference some of the things that are happening. So, the West African country is going through this right now. So, do you think that this will be something similar to going into mass scale? I mean, we are talking that the last time of the outbreak, 11,300 people. It's not a small number, by no means. And, I, and, me, and like I always tell people, you have to look at it and think about the impact that one person has. We've said this before on here. So imagine how that will go. The impact of one, now times that times 11,300, and that will make some rational sense to you on how that actually works, on how that impact goes. But what are we talking about now? I mean, how is these things going to change going forward? And what else will we be looking at? And I mean, I'm hoping... This is the only pandemic we ever go through. I mean, together. (laughs) But man, I don't think, I don't know how, I mean, now we're talking epidemic, but how do we go through? I mean, I don't want to go through another pandemic. This has been some of the strangest things I think I've seen in a long time. In a long time. I can't even describe it. Like, I couldn't even fathom this when it started coming about. You know how this goes. You really do. I mean, seriously. You do. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, the Oregon Department of Education is encouraging teachers to register for training that makes that, t- that takes racism out of math. Come again? That takes racism out of math. An ODE newsletter sent out last week advertises a course which is designed for middle school teachers who dismantle racism in mathematics. The tool includes a list of white supremacy culture infiltrates math classrooms, and examples are the focus on getting the right answer and requiring students to show their work. The document says that upholding the idea that there are always right and wrong perpetuates the objectivity as well as the fear of open conflict. Another tool encourages teachers to come up with at least two answers that might solve a problem and to identify the challenge, the ways that math is used to uphold capitalist, imperialist, and racist views. Oh, and another section of the training appears to justify Other things such as anti-cop rhetoric, no no joke here, no joke here. In some cases, the prejudice of obsessed people, you can't just trust police, are necessary for survival. There you go. Let's see. Thanks for the U.S. news, Jay. It's a great understanding of what's happening stateside. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy sometimes when you really start taking a look at some of this stuff. Let's talk about some of the other things that are going on real quick. I mean, of course, you've heard about this one, and we're talking, we've are talking. we been talking about it now for a little over a month, so let's go into it. Parlor is back after more than a month offline. The social media platform relaunched yesterday with a new web hosting service. Last month, Amazon Web Services suspended the platform for failing to moderate Content in, content in relation to, to the January the 6th Capitol riot. Also, early after this month, Parler terminated former CEO John Matsey. Following the relaunch, the company said the Parler Executive Committee is conducting a thorough search for a permanent CEO to lead Parler as it continues to grow and expand and reach an impact. So what do you think here? So what do you think about the January 6th issue at the Capitol? 
And do you think, and it's a, an opinion question, on how did it look when it came to the whole side related to Parler playing a factor? Do you think it did? Just a question. Something to think about. Let's not make it the political show all of a sudden. But let's continue talking. But something to think about as they are changing the way they... I would like to know who the new hosting platform is because you know that that's going to come up as part of the question. It's just the way that it goes. Just think about it in that fashion. Okay, so let's continue. Minneapolis backtracked its push to defund the city's police department on Friday. Residents begged the city to hire more officers, citing longer response times and increased violent crimes after more than 200 officers quit and went out on extended medical leave after the George Floyd's death and and the riots that occurred immediately thereafter. The city council voted unanimously to approve a $6.4 million in additional funding that the police had requested. The department says that it hopes to save about 674 officers available by the end of the year. How would you save that? That doesn't that doesn't make sense. Officers by the end of the year with 28 currently being in the process of hiring. So what do you think here? Because, I mean, it becomes a whole other thing. Because you know that when they were talking about defunding the police department, a lot of the conversation at the very beginning was to have mental health workers that went out there, to have people that could assess some of the situations that were going on out there as they were going out and about and so on. So when you take a look at this, how are you looking at this right now? I mean, that's the other thing, because let's be realistic. Who's going to go out there first? Because somebody has to correspond and see what's going on to say, okay, it makes sense to send somebody out there. And this is what the category that it falls under. I mean, and how much are we talking now that the police force is going to be involved? I mean, we were talking last week that part of the National Guard was going out to some of these cases on things that were going on. Anyways, let's continue talking. Police officers in Seattle were not able to respond to an emergency calls on Saturday after a snow barrier was erected around their precinct by protesters. In the video posted on Instagram, one of the men said that Antifa goons blocked the exit of the East Precinct with a pile of snow tonight. In effort to stop vehicles from responding to emergency calls, the video shows a police car attempting to drive over the snow and failing miserably. The obstruction was eventually cleared, but protesters continued to shout out and throw snowballs at the officers. It is unclear if any arrests were made. So there you go. Stuff to think about. Stuff to think about for sure. The New York City stub- subway stabber has been caught. I don't know if you heard about this one. Officers arrested Rigoberto Lopez. That's Rigoberto Lopez on Sunday and charged him with two counts of murder and two counts of attempted murder in connection with the stabbing from an a from the along the A line. The first attack happened back on Friday, shortly before midnight, when the adult male was pronounced dead after being stabbed in the neck and the torso on a train. Two hours later, an unconscious 45-year-old female with multiple stab wounds was transported to a local hospital where she was later pronounced dead a 67 year old man and a 43 year old 43 year old individual were also stabbed over the weekend on the a train both are expected to survive an additional 500 officers were deployed to patrol above and below the ground within within the subway system over the weekend in response of the seemingly unprovoked attacks so i mean this is what we're talking about i mean this is what we consistently talk about is regards of how do you take a look at some of these stuff of these unplanned events because if you hazard matrix a sucker out you know you know and i know that automatically it's going to be unprobable or likely but uh, or probable but unlikely and you know all that other stuff and what kind of what kind of issue is going to have inside of the system now what do you think that the actual transport company is thinking in regards to that how is the subway system handling this in that particular regards i mean you see that they have 500 officers that come out come about but some of these transportation companies because keep in mind subway is part of the transportation industry they have their own officers, and some of them are even sworn in officers that are actually founded by the police department and all that kind of fun stuff. But how do you take a look at this now? I mean, how do you go about and say, okay, this makes legitimate sense on what's going on? Or do you look at it and go, it makes absolutely no sense at all? 
as we're doing this. I mean, it's it's so many different things on how this has to be handled now because now, okay, now that this has happened, you start planning for it. And it's probably not a plan that was there in the first place. And I understand that because this is probably more than likely not something that you would think that would ever happen. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. Okay, a pack of wild monkeys broke into a home in India and snatched the newborn twins, killing one of them. Yeah, this is not a joke. The mother, R. Burvansky Wari, 26, said that she was home alone with her twins and her five-year-old daughter when the primates broke in, stole the babies. She spotted the monkey holding one of the infants, with, uh, with which she she said her neighbors chased away and rescued the little girl. The other child was discovered floating dead in a moat, in the according to the India's Times. While the incident is the rarest of rare, according to the district forest officers, this isn't the first time monkeys were have attacked a baby in India. Back in 2019, a monkey had snatched a 16-day-old infant. The child was later found dead at the bottom of a whale, according to the Sun Times. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy, crazy, as we're talking about it. I mean, unexpected events. I mean, maybe we should have just called today's episode Unexpected Events. Opposed to the cheese and sauerkraut story. Let's continue talking real quick. More than 2.5 million people in Texas were without power after an unusual harsh winter storm swept through the area. Temperatures in in North Texas were below zero on Monday morning, according according to what was going on there. That doesn't sound like fun. It only reached about the highs of 10s and 20s by the afternoon. Overnight temperatures were expected to plunge again, which with more than with more snow falling tonight and into tomorrow morning. The storm also halted all flights in and out of Austin International Airport and the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport due to ice and snow. And I mean, I know that if, if you've been watching the news, at least locally here, then there was that pileup of about of 100 cars that occurred as well on I-35. I mean, I don't know. A lot of stuff there. I mean, a lot of stuff going on for sure inside of there. I mean, you can never understand what exactly the weather is going to do next. I mean, if you think about it, that is one of those things that definitely comes to mind as we are talking about a lot of things going on inside of this world at, well, definitely at this time. I mean, there's no other way to think about it. I just don't, I mean, I just don't know what to do when it comes to certain things. That's for sure. I mean, think about it however you want. When Also think about this for a moment. This is Jay Allen from Safety FM. You know, you heard a little bit of everything so far in regards of what you can do with safety. But what if we had to take a look at it now and really reconfigure the way that safety is looked at? And that's what the conversation's about starting February the 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come and hang out with me as we talk about safety being reconfigured in the way that you look at it now. Throughout the years, I am sure that you have changed the way that you look at safety. But now we need to take the time to change the way that safety is being done inside of organizations. So come out to safetyfm.io for this live virtual class at safetyfm.io for this live virtual class on February the 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And let's talk about how we can reconfigure safety the way that it should be. I can't wait to see you there on February 16th. Yeah, so don't forget about that. We have that going on a little bit later today um, as we were talking about. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go and hang out for just one moment. So here's your option or here's your choice at the moment. Here is your choice at the moment. I would love to. I'm going to give away the first ticket now. So if you would like to do this, let's kind of go through the process of what we're going to do. I will take text message number seven. Text message number seven at 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. I, like I said, I will take numero seis on that to be able to do it. Man, that thing's just not going to stay up today. I guess it's convinced that it needs to be on the floor. 
Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's gonna teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. In two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2 men 2 xorg to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Yeah, before I forget, that's Go Hard with Russer, just so you know. I got a little article that uh, somebody sent in over the weekend saying on how techno music is the most non-calming music of all time. Hey, I think it's good. Anyways, that's Go Harder by Russer. It's available on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for letting us, you know. Give it a listen this morning here on the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, it's currently 36 minutes past the top of the hour. Thank you for the people that entered into contestante or contestant numero uno in regards to doing that. So there you go. Take it given away. So we will see you there later this later this morning, of course, if you want to come and hang out. Don't worry. I still got ticket number two coming up. So we will talk about that here in the next few moments um, in regards of what you need to do on getting that whole thing set up and going from there because that's always fun. Fun, 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 fun stuff as we do all this stuff here. Anyway, so going in into the world of the news and the world of the strange and all that kind of fun stuff, because that's what we do here. We talk about a little bit of everything going on inside of the multiverse. What is going on today? Are you seeing anything special going out? How are you thinking now after we were talking about this yesterday about how to take a look at some of the world of the weird when it's coming now that people are saying, let's get you started and moving and grooving to going into physical, physical, yes, physical locations to go to safety events. Like, are what, what was the thought? I know that there were some kind of mixed reviews yesterday about that. But what are you thinking now? Like, are you thinking that it's something worthwhile? Or are you still kind of saying virtual is still the way to go? I will tell you, I've been invited to to several like we were talking about. I don't know. Uh, I'm, up in, I'm up in the air. I'm up in the air about it. That's, that's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit about the things going on inside of the world of the news and all that kind of fun stuff. So 
here you go. Here you go. Let's let's talk about what we'll deem, you know, a partial main story. Not really a main story, but a main story. You know what I'm saying? Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So, are you familiar with cottage cheese? Yeah, cottage cheese. And are you familiar with sauerkraut? Yeah, don't mix those words up. Sauerkraut. So you are aware that there are some people out there that love a combination of both things. You can have cottage cheese. You can have sauerkraut. And some people like that and deem it, hey, it's a pretty healthy meal for what they're wanting to accomplish. I'm just mentioning this. Um, But you kind of look at it and you go, depending on how you look at food, you might say that's great. But then you might say that's terrible, but it works well for the person on what they're doing. And I think that sometimes we kind of get lost in our own point of view when it comes to things. So some people like cottage cheese. I mean, some people do whatever they want with it. And some people eat sauerkraut. I will tell you, cottage cheese and sauerkraut are probably two of my non-favorite things on the planet. Just saying. But I've realized that there are some people that are out there that love it. And I shouldn't look at it and go, oh, you're wrong for loving it. I mean, what the hell do I know? But I look at this a lot as I talk and interact with people about sometimes I go into places and there's some programs, designs, and things along those lines that just don't realistically make sense to what I like. And I go, does this make sense for what the organization is trying to accomplish? And let me talk about this for a moment. And I'm talking about some of their safety by design. And sometimes I do the comparison as it's a sauerkraut and cottage cheese diet. And it has kept you alive and it has kept you what you have deemed healthy by eating this and, you know, fulfilling your life with it. But is it something that you want to do long term? And I know that this is simplifying it to an extent, but you have to meet people on where they're at. I mean, I can't walk in there, and I'm just using this as an example, with a picnic fork. I can't walk in there with a bucket of chicken. I can't walk in there with something that's out of the ordinary if this is what I'm accustomed to eating and this is what I enjoy doing. So I think that sometimes when we go into these organizations and we have these conversations on some of the things that we want to do, we have to meet people where they're at. Even though the version of safety you are looking at might be the best thing, it might be the thing, the best thing from since sliced bread, but you have to look at it and go, I have to meet people where they're at. Think about it for a brief moment. Now, let's look at this from another aspect. If you have somebody who's dropped several hundreds of thousands of dollars or several thousands of dollars, and even in some cases, millions of dollars inside of their safety program, that they were told that this was supposed to be the best thing, and all of a sudden you say, I'm here to reinvent everything. We're here to change everything. They're probably not going to invest into your feast. When you start doing these small introduction into things, it makes life different. I'm not going to say it makes it better, but when you start doing small introductions in lead up, which will take time to do, it's a lot easier than saying, hey, let's go to the Brazilian steakhouse. And wave this, wave the meat swords around, and you eat everything off of there. If all I've been having is sauerkraut and cottage cheese, probably not going to be a participant. So look at that for a moment. And I know that that's kind of kind of a weird way to tie this all in, but I want you to think about this. You can't change the diet of someone if they're already accustomed to one thing. You'll do a shock that they will, it might last for a period of time. 
you have to introduce some of these things kind of slow sometimes before you can actually go in there and really change it for the way that you're looking for. I mean, just something to think about as we are talking about it, that's for sure. That's what I got here for. Like, like I said, it's a story, but not really a main story, if that's how you really want to think about it. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Radio Okay, so let's start getting into some of the world of the news and the news of the world and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's talk about it. Unclassified flying object. This has made the, made the cycle. So let's talk about it. The U.S. Pentagon has admitted that they have held on to a oh god, they have held on to and tested wreckage from UFO crashes. Researcher. Anthony Bragalia wrote a letter to the Defense Intelligence Agency three years ago requesting details of UFO materials and tests that may have been carried out. In response to the Freedom of Detail of Details Information request, the DIA released 154 pages of results, including information of a memory of a memory metal called nitronol, which rem- which remembers the original shape when folded. Anthony says that he received that Anthony says that he received this stunning admission that the Pentagon has held and tested debris from UFOs. Quote, they have been able to learn some things about materials of construction, which hold tremendous promise as futuristic materials, which will change our lives forever. But the DIA did hold back certain details, including whether any of the materials could be of alien origin. Well, no shit, dude. I think they're going to hold that back. Well, that explains why they were, they were so sensitive when everyone wanted to storm Area 51. <laughs> um, and so let's see. So if these UFOs aren't aliens, what the heck are they? Maybe that's another question to ask. And I'm hoping to get my mother-in-law a car made out of one of those nitinol stuff. You know, you know what I'm talking about there? You know, yeah, yeah. One of those things. Duh. Yeah, one of those things for sure. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so here we go. I don't know if you've heard about this. I don't even know if I should reference this, but hey, we talk about whatever's here inside of the news. So that's why we're going to get this. We're going to get to this one and talk about it because that's the fun part. A new viral TikTok challenge has many women coming out on top and many men bottoming out. If you like to try the new center of gravity challenge yourself, what you need to do is get down on your knees, rest your arms in the front of you, raise your hands to your chin while using your elbows to keep you balanced, then try to put your hands behind your back. What generally happens is that men immediately tumble to the floor while women are able to hold themselves up. How? Apparently, it all comes down to the difference of the center of gravity and mass. Halftime magazine says that a man's center of gravity is located in the center of his chest at his sternum, while women is located approximately in in the center of their of her pelvis. The challenge the challenge is spread across TikTok with many of us giving a try alongside a friend or partner of the opposite sex. And some males are posting captions, I tried this and fell on my on my nose. Ow, I just tried this and broke my nose. There are links available. I don't know if I should share these. I definitely didn't try this, but it definitely did knock out a tooth. But I don't know. I will tell you as I listen to this, I want to know if there's really a more more than what you think that's um, actually helping the women stay up. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let me tell you this. Take a hint real quick. Heck, take several. Here we go. If you were considering popping the question on Valentine's Day but didn't, don't worry about it. October is coming. A new survey finds that that it takes 36 hints over the course of almost eight months for the average person to get their significant other to propose. In one poll survey of 2,000 engaged people, 
54% said they dropped the hint to their partner, encouraging them to propose. The most common hint was involved accidentally sending a text or email with ads of rings. 59% did that, followed by putting on shows and movies of weddings, 45%, and enlisting friends to start the conversation about engagement at 38%. How many women are listening to this? Eh, I would say it just takes about 36 hints. Uh, fine, marry me, just don't make me watch another rom-com. That's that's the thing. Or you can, you know, maybe it's not, it takes that long to save up to the required two-month worth of wages that they uh, that they say that you're supposed to spend on a ring. I have to tell you, is that, th- is that still even legitimate anymore? Like, are you supposed to do the two months of average wage? And if you are, is that pre-COVID or post-COVID? Because I don't know. I mean, I would imagine that right now that that price point is probably not great for most of us. I'm just saying, um, if you had to take a look at it in that fashion, I mean, think about it pre maybe, but like two months, I have to tell you, um, seems like a lot of money for a ring. Just, just my thought. That's for sure. I mean, really, that's for sure. Duh. Duh. Anyway, so let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world of the news. It is 49 minutes past the top of the hour. So let's get into the swamp yes the swamp 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 the new york governor andrew cuomo is is striking the blame for covering up many of the elderly people that were dying during the covid19 in the 2020 pandemic on Monday, he said that while he regrets the delay of getting the information out to legislators, the information void was because of the pressure that everyone else was under. Worth asking, should Americans expect that from the, from the person who wrote a book called American Crisis, Leadership Lesson from COVID-19 Pandemic? I'm just asking. I'm just asking the question. Don't take it the wrong way. So there you go. There's one other thing. Uh, anyway, Speaker Speaker uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi is calling for independent commission to investigate the January 6th riot at the Capitol. In a letter to the House of Democrats, Pelosi said the group will try to explain a root cause uh, for the violence calling the insurrection a domestic terrorist attack. Root cause analysis. Maybe they should do a learning team. No, seriously, maybe they should do a learning team. Not a joke. Think about it for a moment. Uh, anyways, let's continue talking. Lottery, lottery, lottery. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for a $96 million jackpot or a $69.4 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $66 million jackpot or a $48.3 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of that world. By the way, let me tell you this. I don't know if you heard about this. We will go off topic for a moment, then come right back. HBO has unveiled its first official trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League recut. The streaming service announced in May that they would be giving the director a second chance to recut the theatrical release of Justice League, complete with new material, characters, and reshoot. The film is now, are you ready for this? Four, cuatro, four hours long. Teams popular heroes like Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, and Cyborg against villain Stefan Wolf. Darkseid and the Joker. The flick, which was originally came out in 2017, will be available both on the streamer and in theaters next month. There you go. Hopefully nobody adds the word safety to all the superheroes. There you go. Let's continue talking. ABC has suspended Chief Chief National Correspondent Matt Gutman for violating a company policy of COVID safety. An insider said that this that the suspicion came across after Gutman went to the hospital for a story without first getting permission from the management. It was not immediately clear how long the suspension will last. Gutman was also suspended last year for falsely stating that all four of Kobe Bryant's daughters were on the helicopter that crashed, killing the NBA star. He later apologized on the air and acknowledged that his mistake on social media. A spokesperson for the network declined to comment on the recent suspension. So there you go. There you go. Okay, let's see. Let's continue talking. After being axed from Star Wars series, The Mandalorian, over some conser- um, some conservative tweets, 
conservative tweets. That's kind of a brave thing to say. Uh, actor Gina Carano is hitting back. Carano has joined the Daily Wire to develop and produce a star and star in the film that will be available exclusively to members as the company looks to bolster its entertainment division. While details have, remain, have been kept under wraps, Daily Wire co-founder Ben Shapiro said that they could not be more excited to work with Carano who added, they can't cancel us if we don't let them. Meanwhile, fans are, are petitioning to have Disney bring her back. I don't know. I'm kind of confused on this. I'm going to be honest here. The Mandalorian show is over. Like, done. They had season two was the series finale. Like, done, done. Like, over. So what the hell are they bringing her back to? I don't know. I'm just asking. Anyways, Michael Jordan is donating $10 million to open a new health clinic near his hometown of Wilmington, North Carolina. The NBA legend has partnered with Novant Health, a nonprofit healthcare group with hospitals and medical centers throughout North Carolina. The organization said that MJ's donation will bring a comprehensive primary care, including behavioral health and social support services, to areas most vulnerable by communities. The goal is for the two clinics to be open early next year. So there you go. That's what we got going on in that section. I got some more stuff with it for you. If you want to come out at to Radio Big at the top of the hour, we'll cover some more. A lot of, lot of news today. A lot of news. Let's talk about some birthdays today. Denzel Curry turns 26. Ava Max turns 27. The Weeknd turns 31 today. Not not like The Weeknd, The Weeknd, like The Weeknd, The Singer. Um, Elizabeth Olsen turns 31. Ice-T turns 63. Ice-T turns 63. Holy smokies. Okay, June Brown turns 94. 94. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of that neck of the woods. Okay, days of the year that you can celebrate today. Today is National Almond Day. National Do New <laughs> Do a Grouch a Favor Day. Fat Tuesday and National Pancake Day. Fat Tuesday and National Pancake Day. I guess that's a good thing that they coincide with each other. One way to look at it. Anyways, let's continue talking, 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 talking. Let me give you some whack facts real quick. The term brain freeze was invented by 7-Eleven. Bananas grow pointing up, not hanging down. Generally, the colder the air is, the smaller the snowflakes are. The tomato in Arkansas official state vegetable and officially the state fruit. Tarantulas live up to 20 years and a pill bug can drink through its own rear end. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. That's good to think about. Okay, some truthful slogans about products that I would like to share with you before I let you go. Internet Explorer, since 1995, the best way to download Google Chrome. BMW, you might as well buy one. You already drive like a jerk. Disney, slowly taking over the world. Lego, ouch. Nike, do it. Don't do it. We don't care. Just buy our shoes. Twitter, where the antisocial come to socialize. Facebook, we sold your identity, but look at our cat video. Crocs, it's okay to give up. Dyson, we suck. Hand sanitizer. Now let's find that paper cut. And last but not least, wine. Because you're a woman with kids. So there you go. That's what's going on there. Anyways, let me tell you about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can give them a phone call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. If you're contemplating and contemplating suicide or have any signs of depression before you make your next move, make sure to give them a call. If you don't want to do the call aspect, you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So keep that in mind. Don't do your next move until you call them first. Anyway, so I'm excited. 11 o'clock this morning, we will be doing the 
safety reconfigured class. I would love for you to come hang out, do some things on there um, for us to be able to do stuff. Like I said, the tickets are still available. If you buy a ticket today, it will still last. The majority of the tickets last for a whole week. So you'll have access to the class for the whole week standpoint. So there you go. You can do that if you're so inclined to do so. So here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to do. At the very end of the show, I'm going to tell you what we can do for you to win the potential second ticket here. Um, And this one, we will tell you here in just one moment. Let me kind of give you some ending points here as we are 58 minutes past the top of the hour. So here you go. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. I work out almost every day. Almost almost Monday, almost Tuesday, almost you get it. Okay, if you need a phone starter for today, try this one. You could have any animal as a pet. What one would you choose? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. 21% of people do this because they think it makes them look smarter. What is it? Display books in their home or office. Damn it, I have no books anywhere here. (sighs) Anyways, so there you go. You've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on safetyfm.com or the app or the streamer, or whatever, but you have also been listening to it possibly on RadioBig.fm. Anyway, Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Okay, so here you go. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would like to leave you with this one. Success isn't owned. It's lease and rent is due every day. Don't ever rest back on your laurels. Not going to happen. You have to pay that rent every day to get it to move forward. So here's the gig. I would like for you, the next person that gives me a call, 1-800, or excuse me, 866-930-SFM1. 866-930-SFM1. They get the ticket for the event at 11 o'clock. If you can't attend, you can actually watch the video up to a week time frame from today till then. Anyways, thank you. I know who you are. You know who I am. I'll be back tomorrow. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.